Welcome to the Hello Retirement Podcast with Josh Leonard from Leonard Advisory Group. In this podcast, we help those nearing retirement greet it with a well-prepared smile. Join Josh and his guests to learn the retirement and tax planning tips you need so you too can live your golden years with the happiness and excitement you deserve. Hear stories from his years of experience to help you transition into a fun and intentional retirement. Now, on to the show. Welcome to Hello Retirement with your host, Josh Leonard, where we talk about transitioning into retirement with intent. I'm Wendy McConnell. Well, what have you got in store for me this week, Josh? Come on, give it to me. All right. Well, this week, Wendy, we're going to be talking about some tax saving opportunities to take advantage before the year ends. But, you know, I want to talk about something completely different right away because that's always a more fun thing to do. Let's have fun. uh, Yeah, let's have fun. Let's talk about fun stuff before we talk about taxes. So as many of you listeners know, I'm going to be training or I am training for a half Ironman here in Southwest Michigan. Crazy man. Part of that is is just endurance sports, doing the same thing for a really long period of time. I was riding my bike recently and on my long bike rides, I always try to ride by the beach. We have some great views here of Lake Michigan, some some sand dunes and that kind of stuff. So I, I like to take advantage of that. And one of my favorite beaches here at Gene Clock Park, I was riding through and the sand this time of the year and sometimes in the summer too, blows over the road. So we get a lot of sand on the road. And Wendy, as a kid, did you ever like take your bike full speed and ride into sand? Yeah, I can picture that. So I must have done it at some point. Yeah. 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 Is it a stable experience? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the bike kind of just squiggles and you kind of lose control. It, it it's kind of like grounding. on snow. Yeah, yep, Sand similar. Sand and snow similar. are very similar. Yeah, I think so too. So it's that fine granular. You kind of lose control here. So I was riding by Gene Clock Beach and uh, the, there was sand all over the road. So I had that feeling of fear. And I, I noticed I was just staring at the sand the whole time trying to find spots in the road where there was a little bit less and trying not to turn quickly or anything so that I didn't fall and hurt myself and uh, made it through. And I was riding a little bit further down and I thought, oh my gosh, I I took the scenic route, but didn't even look at the lake. The whole time I was riding by the lake, I was so worried about falling that I didn't take a chance to take a breath and look out at the lake. I had no clue if there was big waves, little waves, what it looked like at all. And I thought, hmm, that's a great thing like this year. We have some challenging times this year, but there's also some opportunities in there. So uh, today we'll we'll talk about some of those tax planning opportunities. Um, well, let's, let, me, let me just ask you more about the, as a, a an Ironman in training, is it permissible to stop in the middle of a ride to take a break and take in the scenery because I used to do the same thing. I ride my bike around the beach areas, but I often would never stop because I was in the middle of a cardio workout. Hello. I'm of the mindset that my goal is to finish, not be the fastest. I'm not trying to win. My objective is to finish. So by all means, if I need to take a break, I can. Now, that being said, as I progress in my training, there are certain target heart rates and things that you're going for on each workout. So some of those I won't, but I also want to have fun with this. It's not so strict that uh, 
you know, I have to do everything exactly this way. So I, I think prior to our recording, Wendy, I shared a few pictures with you. That was from a later bike ride where okay. I strategically stopped to take <laughs> in the sights and sort of capture the imagery there. So very um, beautiful. It is not that strict. Good. Good to know, because we need to take each and every moment that we can. That's right. That's right. So this year has been challenging. Like you mentioned, many folks have been stressed about the economy, elections, inflation, um, also the war in Ukraine. So let's not miss out on an opportunity to improve our retirement view. So we're going to talk about the five hidden tax savings opportunities today. Right, Josh? That's right. That's right. So, you know, we'll dig into a couple different ways. And a lot of these you may want to take advantage of before the year's end. So let's get through them. And hopefully to our listeners, it gives them something to think about and maybe a way to make some some positive out of this challenging year. So how can I get more money? Oh, oh I'm sorry. How can I get more tax free money? Yeah. Yeah. So this is a big one. We always most of us don't want to pay more in taxes. So, you know, in a podcast platform, it's always good to ask for people to raise hands. And looking at all you listeners, I can tell if I ask, raise your hand if you want to pay more taxes. Uh, there are no hands up. There are no hands up. Nobody wants to pay additional taxes. Almost nobody. I did have one client once that told me, I'm okay paying more in taxes, but um, huh. that, that's sort of a side story for another time. Okay. <laughs> Even if you're in a higher tax bracket, it might make sense to look at some strategies this year, like a Roth conversion. Although it might cause you to pay a little bit more in taxes this year, in the long term, you might be paying less overall taxes. There's a couple pieces that come into play there. So when we look at a Roth conversion, what we're doing is we're taking tax deferred money, money that we put away without paying taxes on it, that money is allowed to grow. And then when we distribute it, it's fully taxable. A Roth IRA has us paying taxes today, lets the money grow without paying taxes. And then once we distribute, there's no taxes on that money. So we want to get more money in the Roth ideally and not have to pay taxes in the future. With tax rates being low now, it's a great time to look at some of those strategies. We can double down on that and say, well, the stock market's also down for the year. So if the stock market's down, it's a good time to look at that. We're able to sell some of those stocks or move them over to a Roth IRA at a discounted value. Now, if you're, if you're in our area, this time of the year, you can buy a bathing suit on sale, right? If you go to, a, like we have a little surf shop here in town, those bathing suits are discounted about 40% at this point. Nice. If I'm going on vacation to Florida, it's a lot better for me to buy a bathing suit here in St. Joseph, Michigan, rather than waiting till I get to Florida. Sure. We could think about our Roth conversions in the same way. If stocks in our IRAs are down maybe 20, or if they're tech stocks, maybe even more than that this year, we move those over to a Roth IRA. We pay based on the current value, not on what the value used to be. So if those stocks pop back up in the future to that full bathing suit price, well, we only paid taxes on the discounted price. So it's a good opportunity to get more tax-free money this year as well. Another piece in that vein is to look at what your required minimum distributions might be. So starting at age 72, Uncle Sam says you have to take money out of your IRAs. And if you've been a really, really good saver, you might have 
too much money in your IRAs, and those forced distributions are more money than you need to cover your expenses. No more money than we need. Don't be silly. Right, right. <laughs> Sounds like a big problem, right, Wendy? <laughs> I got too much money that I have to take out, right? <laughs> I like to think of it in a different way. We want you to spend your money and have fun with your money. But if part of that is I'm going to go on a European vacation, but I got to pay an extra 22% to Uncle Sam in order to take that, i.e. that money's fully taxable, that could be a deterrent from you doing those fun things. If it's in a Roth or in a tax-free type environment, heck, go ahead, go take the vacation. You're just paying the regular cost of it. So this is a good time to help look out into the future, see what those RMDs might be and say, hey, you know what? Maybe I'll pay some of those taxes today so I have less pain in the future to go do fun things. Yeah, sounds smart. Well, let's talk about some of the savvy retirement planning moves. Yeah, so our second strategy here is make savvy retirement planning moves. And in this one, I'm going to talk about what I feel is one of the most underutilized accounts, and that is an HSA. So according to uh, Fidelity Retiree Healthcare Cost Estimate, the average retired couple age 65 in 2022 will need approximately $315,000 saved after tax to cover health care expenses in retirement. Just health care. Just health care, right? So that's not the European vacation or anything fun. I mean, that's just health care. That's an intimidating number, I'd say. What do you think, Wendy? I'm glad I'm not the only one that's surprised. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, part of it is, well, we want to make sure that we have appropriate coverage to help make that cost manageable. That's an insurance piece. What we can use an HSA or a health savings account for if we're working and we're eligible, if we have a high deductible health insurance plan, we're eligible for it. We can stash away money in that HSA and invest it, let it defer and grow over time. So for this year, if you're if you have family coverage, you can contribute up to seven thousand three hundred dollars a year. If you're fifty five or older, you can add a thousand dollars onto that. You could put eight thousand three hundred dollars in there. Now here's the savvy part. If we put that money in, what most people tend to do is say, "Oh, I went to the doctor. I got a doctor bill." take it from my HSA account. Well, you got a tax advantage. You didn't pay taxes on that money, but you didn't get any tax deferred growth on that money. If you simply save the receipt, pay out of pocket for that health expense and let the money grow over time, you could take that money out in the future using that receipt as collateral. So let's run through a situation here. Let's say you contribute $7,000 into an HSA account, you let it grow at 7% for seven years, right? 777, that's an easy thing to remember. Um, At the end of that time, you would have $4,200 in interest. So your $7,000 would still be there, $4,200 in interest. Let's say that over that seven-year time period, you had healthcare costs of, let's say, $4,200 over that time period. You could pull that money out using those receipts as collateral, and maybe you need that money for a car down payment or something else in your life that is a non-taxable event. So by making this savvy retirement move, you have another place to pull some tax-free money out in retirement or in the future. Let's talk about being charitable, Josh. 
Yeah. So if you've overcome the hurdle of $315,000 in healthcare expenses, let's give our money away, right? Um, And I say that tongue in cheek. Hopefully we don't all incur $315,000 in healthcare expenses, but we do want to plan for those kind of things. We also want to make sure that we're being charitable and helping out. If we're being charitable, let's do it in a tax efficient manner. With standard deductions going up, with recent tax changes, many people are not giving quite as much because they're unable to deduct it above the standard deduction. We would see that as a disincentive. If you're age 72 and required to take those required minimum distributions from your IRA, we can avoid taxation on that money if we send it direct to charity. So if you're regularly giving to the church or certain charities in your community, Stop giving them cash or check out of pocket. Let's take it from your IRA and send it direct to the charity. That enables you to avoid taxation on that portion of money. We're also able to start taking advantage of this strategy called a QCD or Qualified Charitable Distribution starting at age 70 and a half. So even if you're not forced to take that money out yet, you could still give from your IRA direct to that charity and avoid taxation on that money. So Wendy, the big differentiator here with a qualified charitable distribution is sending the money directly to charity. That is a key point that we don't wanna miss. If you take that IRA distribution, put it in your pocket and then write the checkout, that is a regular deduction. So that has to be up and above the standard deduction. This is a key point often missed in completely eliminates the benefit of a qualified charitable distribution. Making big time money moves. Let's talk about that. Let's do it. So this is one, if we're making big moves, let's try to bundle things up together. Let's bundle up charitable giving with maybe tax deductions, things like that. So we want to coordinate a plan all together. For some of you listeners, you might have the ability to pay property taxes for 2023 in the tax year 2022. That enables you to bundle those together and hopefully get above that standard deduction. The trick here is it must be billed in 2022. You can't just write a check out if you don't have a bill to collateralize it. Hmm. So that is one, uh, we wanna bundle that together. Another thing that we've talked about on a couple podcasts now is a donor advised fund. If you have a big tax year, you could look at making a substantial donation to a donor advised fund. And again, listeners, this we can think of as a uh, a charitable savings account that we can give over time. We don't have to give all the money away this year, but we still get the deduction this year. So if you have a big tax year, maybe you had a large bonus paid at the beginning of the year or something like that, that's pushing you up into a higher tax bracket, you could look at making a substantial donation to a donor advised fund and then use that money to give out over time. You don't have to give it all in one year. Maybe you go back and say, hey, Josh, that tax-free money from point one sounded really good. I want to get more money in my Roth IRA. So maybe you look at a Roth conversion. Well, just like wine and cheese, we can pair those two together to help control your tax bracket. So make more taxes for us with the Roth conversion and help reduce them down with a donor advised fund. So the fourth tip there is just to bundle all those deductions together. I just love that word bundle. 
<laughs> I like the wine and cheese. That's sounding good to me, Wendy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll go with that as well. All right, let's talk about maximizing the current tax discounts. That's right. That's right. So one one thing that I think a lot of people are overlooking is the tax cuts that we were given under our last president do expire in 2025. So in 2026, our tax brackets will revert to the prior tax brackets. So to me, that's a discount now. And when things are discounted, that's a great time to buy, right? So in this scenario, at this point, we want to have a little bit more in taxable dollars if they're taxed at a lower rate. Part of that strategy that we look at with many clients is maxing out your tax brackets. So if we look at our current system now, we have a 12% tax bracket. Once you exceed that tax bracket, it goes up to 22. Once you go up to 22%, for every dollar you take out, you're given 10 cents more of that dollar to Uncle Sam than you were in the 12% tax bracket. So if you do a tax projection for this year, let's say you're in retirement, you got some good tax-free funds, and you're able to stay in that 12% tax bracket, but you have, let's say, five or $6,000 left in that tax bracket before you jump up to 22%, that might be a good targeted amount to move over to a Roth IRA or do another tax move. We see sometimes with recent retirees that they're spending savings or maybe they had some bonus money that was paid out or a severance package. And in that first year of retirement, they're living off of savings. So they might not have any taxable income. Well, then we certainly want to fill up that 0% tax bracket. If we are under that standard deduction, what we can do is we can do a Roth conversion and pay taxes on that money at the tax bracket we're falling into. But if it's a 0% taxation rate, we're able to take fully taxable money and move it over to a tax-free bucket. That is a very savvy retirement move. Sure sounds like it. Now. You actually have a special offer? Coming? We do. We do. So I know that I talked about a lot of details, ages, QCDs, DAFs, all these letters, RMDs, wow. and, and it can get so confusing. Confused. It's like alphabet cereal. And for us in the industry, it's easy to follow along. Maybe some of this resided with you as we talked through and thought, oh, Josh mentioned this. I don't really know what that means, but I'd like to learn more. One great way to learn more is a digital guide that we put together, Five Hidden Tax Opportunities, that covers much of the information we covered today. There'll be a link for you to download that guide in the show notes, so go ahead and do that. Furthermore, if you say, Josh, you talked about a lot of things, and I, I have a big tax year, maybe I just need to talk to you about bundling some things together and really taking advantage of the current tax discounts. On that same page, you can request an appointment with me as well if you so choose. Okay. So give us a little wrap up of everything that you talked to us about today. My head is swimming, Josh, swimming. Yeah, yeah, we certainly covered a lot of details. So just high level, the five strategies that we talked about today is get more money and tax-free money. So there we're looking at Roth conversions. The second, make savvy retirement planning moves. And here we talked about HSAs making sure we're getting those contributions in and using that as a flexible tax savings account for us in the future, knowing that $315,000 in potential health expenses, we're probably going to incur 
the 7,300 or 8,300 that we might contribute this year. Third, we talked about being charitable and how you can skip your RMD or avoid taxation on some of that money by giving it directly to charity. Fourth off, we talked about making those big time money moves and how we can bundle some of these strategies together to help keep us uh, in a lower tax bracket or reduce taxes at all. And the fifth one was to maximize the current tax discounts. So use the current tax brackets to get the most out of it that you can. And whatever your tax year is, let's make sure that we're making the most out of it. Okay, sounds great. Well, next time we're going to be doing the holiday special gifts of financial wisdom for your grandkids. So the holidays are upon us. Let's talk about gifts. Thank you, Josh. Where can people get in touch with you? Yes, absolutely. Well, they can always email me at jleonard at leonardadvisorygroup.com. They can learn more about us on our website, leonardadvisorygroup.com. Uh, they can give our office a call and Desiree will, will answer any questions you have. If you want to schedule a time, the phone number there is 412-998-PLAN. And always tune back in to listen next time. Yes. And thank you for joining us on Hello Retirement with Josh Leonard. Please like, follow, and share with your friends. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. Thank you for listening to the Hello Retirement podcast, the show that helps you transition into a happy, fun, and intentional retirement. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at www.leonardadvisorygroup.com or give us a call at 412-998-PLAN. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Leonard Advisory Group, LLC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service professionals with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.